Well, you can't go live without a little bit of a technical difficulty now and again. And there was a technical difficulty. Welcome, everyone. It is Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master, back as always with my regular Monday Bitcoin show on Monday, the 26th of October, 2020. Our clocks have gone back one hour here, so that's going to be slightly different for you wherever you are around the world. And from what I can understand, um, you guys in the US, I think on the 1st of November, yours change again. So we're back to five hours time difference then on the East Coast and eight hours difference on the West Coast. Currently at the moment, I believe it's four hours and seven hours, if I get that right. Um, for those of you, very briefly, that are going to join us on the 21 Million Club on Saturday evening, our Zoom call, look out for an email. The time could be changing, uh, pulling it back a little bit, UK time. Um, I'm aware that some people in the US, obviously, they've got Halloween, and it's because of the hour change, it, I might need to make a change on that. So do look out for that. So quickly looking in the chat, Cypher. Uh, Flyer 67, good morning to you. Phil Volman, Phil Pastor Volman, welcome to you. John Stramitas, uh, David Carney is in from Ireland. Welcome, David. Buffy W, my lovely daughter, Zaza, he's in from Michigan. We've got John Stramitas coming in from Malibu. Welcome to you, John. Uh, looking up the list, if I've missed anyone's name, then pop in UK Bitcoin Master in the chat and I'll happily give you a shout out. But as always, really great to have my Bitcoin friends from around the world joining us um, on a Monday and on a Thursday. And thank you always to those of you that support the show, um, tweet it out, etc. So do follow me on Twitter for sure. That way you'll always get an update, even if clocks do change as to when I'm going live. Um, Yorkie Bitcoiner. Hi, Brian. Really looking forward to another show mighty show. Well, I don't know about mighty, but I'll do my best uh, to inspire you all. I'm just me, little old UK Bitcoin master from the UK with a few subs. <laughs> so if you're new to the channel, you should have read that um, disclaimer by now. If you haven't, for goodness sake, don't take anything I say as financial advice. None of it is meant as financial advice. It is just me uh, with my opinions. Uh, quickly, um, ukbitcoinmaster.com is where you'll find all of my videos that I've been uh, I've been on YouTube since I believe April 2018, and I think I was about six months uploading videos before I went live. They're all there. All my interviews are there, but if you want specifically, whoops, the interviews, go to bitcoininterviews.com. Um, I am working on getting some more live guests. Somebody in the chat knows that they might be a live guest very soon. Uh, don't give anything away, that potential live guest. Uh, so I'm working on that as well. And that obviously any interview will be added then to the bitcoininterviews.com website. And finally, for anybody looking to drop a lightning tip because you can't drop a super chat, then there is the tipping.me address. Nobody needs to, but it's there for those that want it. So um, I will say before we get going, everything was tickety-boo. Uh, I've learned live streaming to reboot your machine, reboot your internet a couple of hours before you go live so it gets rid of any gremlins. And I do that every time. And I did that today, no problem. And everything was set up. I'd got all the slides set up so they look right in the window when we go over to the desktop. And then at 10 to 5, my browser 
crashed. I opened it, got all the tabs open, it crashed again, and then it did it a third time, and I was totally stressed out. My lovely wife is in the chat. She'll tell you how stressed out I was just before five o'clock. I've migrated all over to a second browser, and that one wouldn't open up the tweets, so I went to a third browser, and I've got that browser set up now, so some of the slides might look slightly different. And if it crashes, you cannot say that I haven't tried. That's all I would say to you all. So let's get over there. Before we go, please like this video, subscribe to the channel, bash the bell button so you get notified. At the end of the show, I will bring up my social media links so you can subscribe somewhere else to ensure that you've got me if any uh, anyone decides to take YouTube down. Right. That said, let's get over to the desktop and let's see if anything's going to let me down. So this is the first slide that looks different. Obviously, I normally have trading view, but I can't get that loaded in the browser. So I've had to use this particular one. But I wanted to put the slide up because, as you can see, today we've had a massive dump down. Well, massive dump, you know, 13, about 13 to something down to 12. I can't quite see that. Oh, wrong screen. So 12, eight something rebounding back up to above 12, nine. Hey, they can do what they want to do. You can look at a couple of days ago, a big dump. A couple of days ago before that, there was a nice dump downwards. But you know what? It always recovers and Bitcoin just goes on its merry way. And if I click on this tab, we can see by zooming out that everything is fine. This is the macro view of Bitcoin since 2010. And if you're new to all of this over on the right, you can clearly see that we are in a good direction going upwards. And I just feel that we are leading up to uh, a massive pump like we had here in 2017. And then this sharp up incline will be all of this lot, which is over here. Then we'll see a parabolic upwards. But again, none of us have got a crystal ball. So none of us can tell when that's going to happen. That's the point here. The point is everything's cool. The daily you know, pumps and dumps on Bitcoin by whales, by people trying to get out at 13k and take some profit. It's absolutely cool. Let them do it. I think they're mental. When I was looking at the articles for the show, um, I found an article that was talking about a lot of people getting out and taking some profit, which is fine. No problem. If you bought earlier on, you know, when, when it was like, you know, $100 or a couple of dollars or $1,000 or whatever, sure, take some profit. But you know what? They can do that and the market barely moves now because the Bitcoin world, the Bitcoin market is maturing people. Taval Dacros, welcome to the show, my good man. Great to have you with us. I've seen Gary O'Connell in the house. Hello, Gary. Uh, just learned Bitcoin. Dan, down in Mexico, welcome. Great to have you with us as well. So my philosophy, people, simple. Just buy and hold or hodl. I use hold. Buy Bitcoin, get it off that exchange onto a trezor, then hodl on and just get on with life and watch my YouTube channel twice a week is all you need to do, people, if you want some Bitcoin uh, inspiration. So I am not worried about the price at all. They can pump it and dump it all they like to take some profit. I'm pretty cool with all of that. So you know me. I've said this a million times on my channel. I put it out there. 
<clears throat> excuse me, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I don't know loads about the technicals, the intricacies of Bitcoin. I understand the network effects, what gives Bitcoin its strength, etc. What sets it apart from the so-called competition. But, you know, I don't want to delve into articles deep. If you're looking for that, go and find another channel like BTC Sessions or someone like that. But what I like to do is this. JP Morgan tells investors Bitcoin is the next big thing. Let's just roll the clock back, shall we? Three years. Who in the show, who in the chat remembers <clears throat> JP Morgan's top dog, Jamie Dimon, slamming on Bitcoin? It will never come to anything, whatever it is. I know that Warren Buffett said it was rat poison squared. I can't think what Jamie Dimon called it. I don't want to go and say in case I mess that up, but he was derogative about Bitcoin. Here we are, just three short years later. And you've got JP Morgan telling their investors Bitcoin is the next big thing. You know, how times change and how they change so very quickly. So JP Morgan on Friday said that Bitcoin is solidly competing with gold as an alternative asset. Hello, welcome to the party, uh, you guys over there. It will likely be down to millennials if the cryptocurrency succeed. Hey, there's loads of millennials that have been um, surveyed that, you know, massive chunk of millennials, 70 odd percent, I believe, said that they would rather own a cryptocurrency than gold. So I don't have any fear that Bitcoin's going to succeed. But again, that's just my own personal opinion because I don't hold that crystal ball. The bank used to hate Bitcoin and now it sings its praises. So, you know, the point is, if you are a noob to all of this, don't listen to the mainstream media FUD they want to they wanna fudge you out so they can mop up Bitcoin cheaper. You know, articles like this just highlight that, you know, there's an old saying from years ago, and that was the old, the market traders used to pull out, you know, of their camps in caravans. And as they used to pull out early in the mornings, the dogs used to bark, but the caravan moved on towards its destination. So in bringing that in line with what we're doing, you know, let the dogs bark but ensure the caravan moves on. So in 2017, when I was reading articles like Jamie Dimon slamming Bitcoin, that's the dog barking. But guess what? My caravan steadily moved on to 2020, knowing full well in here that all this stuff was going to come. That's really where I'm at. And if I bring a couple of tweets up really quickly, I normally show these at the end, but um, this is... Uh, this correlates with that article. So Dan Tapiero, holy cow, most bullish commentary for Bitcoin that I have read from JP Morgan. Even modest crowding out of gold takes Bitcoin up multiples. Widespread research piece re reaches all clients of the bank. PayPal announcement cover for other traditional players to get involved, which is the article below, which I've made bigger here. Now, what I'm not going to do is try and read this to you all, but you want to read this article. I don't understand a lot of it, what they're talking about in it, but it is so flipping bullish for Bitcoin. So it is well worth finding that tweet afterwards in the show notes. Excuse me, some food coming up. So 
worth finding that and reading this. There's not much to read. Five minutes read. You can see it there on scrolling up and down. There's hardly anything. But nevertheless, this is really worth a read to see how the tide has turned, how it's all changed now um, with companies like JP Morgan's. Uh, Michael Saylor claims MicroStrategy will hold Bitcoin for 100 years. I've seen some tweets out there. I've seen some other people's shows saying that, you know, Michael Saylor's in it just to glorify and make money for MicroStrategy. Hey, listen, he's got a fiduciary. Didn't even know what that word meant until I got into Bitcoin. He's got a fiduciary responsibility to the shareholders of MicroStrategy to ensure that MicroStrategy keeps making money. But the interviews that I've listened to just give me the, the, the deep down vibe that this guy has got it. This guy means what he says, and he is in Bitcoin for a hundred years. He is not in it to turn fast profit for the shareholders and get out. I don't believe so. I'll be shocked to my core if that's what he did. So, you know, this guy's in it for the long term, and I think he's incredible for the space. MicroStrategy CEO Michael Saylor said he will hold his company's BTC for a hundred years with no intention of selling it. On August the 11th, the business intelligence firm announced it had purchased all the Bitcoin. Well, we know that. I won't go over that. This investment is now worth $278 million, um, originally starting at $250, representing an 11% increase in two months. Where can you get an 11% return in two months just by holding something? And it just goes on and on and on. Again, the point is here, you know, this guy is so good for the space. And I think this has really opened the floodgates for what we're going to see in the coming uh, one, two, three years, depending on what happens. You know, yes, <clears throat> we may well see the run up like we did in late 2017, then a massive pullback. But what if we don't? You know, those people saying, well, I'm going to get up to 100K and I'm going to get out or 80K, 50K, I'm going to get out. What happens if the institutions start piling in, if it gathers momentum and there's, you know, a bit of a pullback and people sell their position and then it does a U-turn and goes off from 100K to 200 or 300 and you've now sold yourself out of position. So we don't know if 2021, 2022, whatever, is going to look like 2016, 2017, 2018. It might do. It might be cyclical. But it might not. It might just keep mooning because, you know, the adoption's coming, mass, you know, mass companies coming in, etc. Just keep that in mind, people. You know, we don't know what this is going to do in the future. You know, in 2017, you still had them slamming Bitcoin, Jamie Dimon, you know, Warren Buffett and the like. Well, that's sort of gone away. So it could look very different next year. Who knows? Bitcoin reserves in corporate treasuries tops 10 billion. Here we go again, the bullishness for Bitcoin. Just talking about, you know, according to the, the uh, data from BitcoinTreasuries.org, the total amount of Bitcoins held as a reserve asset on the books of corporate treasuries is 785,999 Bitcoins. With the price of Bitcoin USD at 13, that works out to 10.22 billion. 
Again, a big deal. We did not have that three years ago. So all the indicators are saying that, you know, something pretty special and pretty unique is, is coming. It's on the cards. You know, it might not. I don't have a crystal ball. I'm not making any price predictions. I just feel that, you know, we've positioned ourselves. All of us that are in Bitcoin right now. We have positioned ourselves very well to give our families a a great future for generations to come. Even if we're holding half a Bitcoin, one Bitcoin, a few thousand dollars in Bitcoin, just hold it, hold strong, build that strong Bitcoin hand, people. That's the name of the game on uh, this channel. And another article. Exclusive UK listed mode now holds $1 million in Bitcoin. We heard this um, on the last show that Mode, a UK listed company, had just entered the Bitcoin space. So Mode, a London stock exchange listed company that brands itself as a Bitcoin banking app, has revealed it now holds around £750,000, $980,000 worth of Bitcoin after announcing plans this week to put 10% of its cash reserves into the cryptocurrency. Excuse me. Mode has become one of the first publicly traded British companies to put Bitcoin on its books, making the announcement hot on the heels of Jack Dorsey-led payments company Square and MicroStrategy. And there was one other I can't think. But, you know, again, we didn't get this last year, even the year before. So, you know, I just think the floodgates are open and we are going to have companies, even as I am um, going live right now, I believe companies are having boardroom meetings, they're doing investigations, researchers are looking into this and they're thinking, my goodness, we need to be doing something. But that will take several months, I believe, before they all start to pile in. But I think... We're going to maybe see every week a new company coming in and doing something with Bitcoin or every couple of weeks. But like Elaine said in the chat, it's all very exciting and it's a good time to be alive and to be in Bitcoin right now. Um, Well, I think so anyway. And then obviously uh, back to this one, PayPal rumored to be buying Bitco. Now, BitGo. Now, remember, people, um, I only go live every three or four days, which means that some of these articles you've already heard about. So, But again, yet again, you've got PayPal. Now, we know the downside of PayPal is that, you know, you can't but move crypto, Bitcoin off of PayPal. You can only um, buy um, with PayPal and then buy things with PayPal, which obviously then converts into fiat for the for the merchant. Okay, uh, but equally, the good side of it is the fact that the you know the reach they've got three hundred and sixty six million users or something like that. I can't remember. But all of a sudden, here they are now starting to buy up some of the crypto exchanges and some of the crypto. Um, currency um, custodians as as Bitco is. So, you know, the question might be, who next? I, I was watching um, Bitcoin Meisters this week in Bitcoin on Friday, and he had Alex Svetsky on from Australia, and he's, he's CEO of the Amber app. And he said, you know, if they made a play for my Amber app, he said, I'd consider them taking it off my hand, making a load of money, piling it into Bitcoin, then starting another Bitcoin company up. So, None of us know who that might be. We've got Swan Bitcoin. 
I don't think Swan are going to let it go, personally. I don't know about what you guys think. Uh, Daniel Newman, welcome to the show, uh, my good man. Great to have you uh, with us, Dan. Uh, anybody else has joined us? No. Taval, keep keep chatting, Taval. Great to have you in the chat. I always see you in Bitcoin Meister's chat. It's really good to have you in the house, Taval. Great to have you here. So quick cut interlude, guys, if I may. Daniel at JustLearnBitcoin.com is in the house um, Daniel is the CEO of JustLearnBitcoin.com. If you're new to all of this and you want to learn, go to JustLearnBitcoin.com. Wallet setup and backup, storage solutions, end of life planning. Um, if you send your coin to the wrong address accidentally or the wrong chain, there might be, might be a way of getting it back. Vanity addresses, questions about mining. If you go over to the site and have a look, you'll see that they've got great um, shop with things like my Bitcoin bracelet. I love wearing that. They've also got your typical merch store or your apparel store, as they call it. So if you want to get some stuff, you know, there's always discounts. Um what I would ask you all to do, people, is to go back inside the home page, scroll down and find this box that says, please help return 14.2 Bitcoin to Phil and his family. Now, Phil Volman, I like now, you know, can put my hand and say he's a really good friend of Elaine and, and mine. And we chat regularly. Uh, Phil uh, was a pastor in the church for 16 years. He was in the American military at the time of the Vietnam War. Him and his family have taken in disadvantaged children and adopted them as their own. Phil was building his Bitcoin stash pot up for his demise to leave something secure for his family, doing a firmware update on his Trezor. And the whole thing was hacked and his 14 Bitcoin were gone. There's his family story. There is the transaction ID of the bar steward. I don't swear, bar steward, <laughs> who stole Phil's coin. For anybody that's good at cryptography that might be able to track that down, who knows? Um, this page has got all of Phil's transactions since he got into Bitcoin. You can see several there culminating in the last one on the narrow box here where um, the last transaction took 14.2 out of Phil's account and left Phil with zero. So on any of these pages, you can click the link. It will take you over to TallyCoin. And as you can see here, people, you can even make a donation of 50 cents. So 10,000 people dropping a dollar will get Phil a Bitcoin back nearly. Yeah, 100,000 people might get him, you know, maybe seven or eight Bitcoin back, $1,000. So I've got a small channel in terms of subscribers, um, but I keep plugging away on this cause, hoping that you guys will help me by tweeting this out, reaching out to people you may know, you may be, you may follow and they may follow you some Bitcoin whales, some of the big hitters in Bitcoin, they might see this and maybe make a donation of a quarter of a Bitcoin if they're a whale. We just don't know. So I keep pushing this cause. Guys, get behind me. Give me a helping hand. It's just me on the show twice a week trying to help Phil get some of his Bitcoin back. And I want you all to think how you would feel if the roles were reversed and you had 14 Bitcoin and doing a firmware update on your Trezor, you lost a lot. You would feel sick to the pit of your stomach. And knowing Phil personally, I know that for the last two and a bit years, he's felt sick to the pit of his stomach at what he lost every single 
day. I also know that Phil is so grateful for even a 50 cent donation because every little helps. So uh, he's in the chat. We get to one Bitcoin. We're going to do a live show with Phil. Um, hey, right. Some tweets I found. Now, a couple of them I move forward. So I've only got a few to go through. But Armin the Parman down in Australia. One of the worst things you can do is to publicly mock Bitcoin. I think that could have egg on your face, couldn't you? Um, because when you realize you should buy, it's going to be so bloody blooming hard to overcome your ego and shame and you'll leave it way too late. And I personally think this is where the gold bug Mr. Schiff is. He just won't let go of his ego. I think he actually knows where this thing is going to go. He's very clever. He must look at how Bitcoin's only got to get to 50 odd K and we've got one trillion and we're maybe, you know, a tenth to the tenth of the way towards matching the gold. Uh, do you see what I'm trying to say? I think he's got that ego and he won't let go of it because the size of his gold business, and that's his family business. So I sort of get it, but Armin the Palmer's making a good point there. Um, Bitcoin stacker, Michael Saylor started the first dominoes falling. Now they're starting to fall fast. Yeah. Protecting your reserves with hard asset Bitcoin will be the killer play in another few years. Those left behind through ignorance will pay dearly and those making a move now will be rewarded. Off the back of Dennis Parker's tweet, um, Mode Global Holdings PLC has announced it will place 10% of its cash reserves into Bitcoin as part of its investment strategy. So, you know, the dominoes are falling. How quickly they fall, how far they fall, how quickly they fall before you get the position you're looking for. Hey, that's in the lap of the gods, people. But I'd say move now. No financial advice. Heidi, blockchain chick, uh, simple tweet, but such a profound one, really. Um, there will There will never be 21 million Bitcoin available for purchase. Few people understand this. Think about it, people. Maybe two or three million gone forever, thrown away on hard drives. People have lost their private keys. You can't get them back. So let's be conservative and call that two million. That then leaves uh, ultimately by 2141, when the last Bitcoin are mined, thereabouts, that's going to leave 19 million. Then you're going to have the vast amount of Bitcoin that is locked up with strong hand hodlers like me and many other people that I call Bitcoin friends, what is out there for purchase is going to be so limited. I think even now, um, GBDC or Grayscale, I think they're mopping up 77% of all Bitcoin mined right now. That's one company. People, look at the macro globe that we live in. How many companies out there? How many public companies, how many private companies, how many companies ultimately are going to want a stake in Bitcoin for their treasury reserves as the dollar goes pear-shaped and industry crumbles everywhere and we go into a recession, then maybe a global depression? You know, start thinking outside the box and get your own personal Bitcoin right now. Uh, don't wait. And finally... Hans Hoddle replying to a thread he did earlier. So he said, oh, and crime still pays if you're part of the 1%. Now, this was off the back of an article about Goldman Sachs have got to pay over $2 billion to the Department of Justice for 
you know, Malaysian bank scandal, for goodness sake. So that still goes on. And they can pay two billion because of their size and walk away without jail, without court, without anything like that. You know, this is this is a bit I you know, I really don't understand. And Bitcoin sort of fixes that. So if we scroll down, he then said, don't you see we can't face reality and we won't until the moment it all comes crashing down? When will it be? Who knows? But I know one thing. We're living in a broken world and Bitcoin fixes this. Yeah, John M. Great to have you with us. Uh, donation. If you go back to when I started the show, there is a tipping.me address where you can drop some Satoshis. Uh, John, you'll clearly see I don't have a thousand subscribers, so I can't take super chats. So the donation um, is at the start of the video or it will come up when I update the show, show notes. Thanks for joining us, John. You don't need to donate, but any donations are welcome. I'd prefer somebody tweet this show out. That's what I'm really looking for. Um, but welcome to the show. Just the same, John. And finally, you know me, I love quotes and I always look for a quote that I can align with Bitcoin. Henry Ford said, obstacles are those frightful things you see when you take your eye off the goal. How can that relate to Bitcoin? I'll tell you how. I nearly talked, I nearly added another show tab that was talking about the next Bitcoin or the next new um, innovation that is going to be the new Bitcoin. That is where non-strong handers take their eye off the ball and think, and I, am I missing a trick here? And I liken all of that, <clears throat> you know, they're saying that Bitcoin grew such a percent. These new ones just out there can, you know, 10x Bitcoin's growth. Okay, that is like the tortoise and the hare. The hare goes off like a bat out of hell. OK, and eventually runs out of the steam and then the tortoise walks on by. Bitcoin is not out there super glitzy. People get bored with just holding Bitcoin. But I'm telling you, the winner in this race will be Bitcoin. John M, welcome to you. I think that's a different. Oh, it's the same John M. Sorry, I saw the yeah and the smiley face and thought we've got another John just joined the show. But people, the point I'm making is. Stack Satoshis, hold your Bitcoin, don't listen to the noise, tune it out because Bitcoin, as Michael Saylor says, is the winner. When you've got something that is taking nearly all the hash rate and leaving a few percent for all the rest, it is already the winner. You know, nothing's going to replace it in terms of its hash power, the seven network effects, its scarcity, the way it's set up. You need to focus on building your Satoshis, and that is all you need to do, people. So let me just bring me back up. And that is your Bitcoin show for today, people. I hope you've got some benefit. I hope you've got some inspiration. Do check out the notes five minutes after the show, because there's some great links that will be in there. Whoops. My other, I hope you can still see me because my other window's just gone off. I hope you can still see me. My second monitor's just gone loopy. Um, so there you go. So I will be back on Thursday, as always, with my Bitcoin uh, UK Bitcoin Master Live show. Remember, the UK clocks have changed. We've gone back an hour. So that means we're four hours between us and the East Coast of America, seven hours 
for the West Coast. But of course, in the States, it changes again, I believe, on November the 1st, and it all goes back to normal. So our... Um, our um, Zoom call on Saturday evening for the 21 million club. Okay. Uh, watch for the email. I'm, I'm probably going to bring it forward a bit more to help you guys out there that like celebrating your Halloween. So look out for the email. Anyone new in the chat that wants to know how they can become part of the 21 million club, which is a private Zoom call that we all have once a month and get to know each other and talk Bitcoin and share stuff that we won't share publicly then all you need to do is in the notes afterwards, you'll see an email address. Reach out to me. I'll happily send you the criteria for becoming part of that club. But for now, I'm going to leave you with my social media links. Please tweet this out, people, so we can get more eyeballs on it. Have a great week, whatever you're doing. I will be back on Thursday. I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin master. Going to leave you with my social media links. Follow me on one or two of them, and I'll see you all on Thursday. Cheers, everyone. Thanks for your support, as always, and strong Bitcoin hand.